Hello, my friends, your boy Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this. You don't have a clue. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. Mentor. <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On fire. All right, so uh, here, I, here I am. I'm, I'm going through the carnage. Dropping in the game this morning. Blood dripping from the ceilings. Body parts being flung around. Dogs are barking. Kids are screaming. Food is cooking. Mom is having a meltdown like she should. As I sit there on my laptop finishing up some financials to get over to one of my new property managers. (sighs) This morning was a different morning because it's the morning normally I'm at the gym. I show back up. I pick up the kids. I run them to school. Game on. Dad wins a point. And so normally I don't get to experience a circus that's called morning routine before school. Because I get up a lot earlier than my wife and children. My wife and children tend to sleep to the last possible moment with the dogs. Me on the other hand, 4 or 5 a.m. I'm up and I'm gone. But today, today my friends, <clears throat> today was a different day. Today was a day that found me observing and watching the creation of what is possibly the most insane circus that exists in every house every single morning, which is getting the children dressed, hair done, in uniforms, backpacks on, and out the door to school. And then normally, again, I show up, the kids' hair is curled, they've eaten breakfast, they're dressed, they're ready to go, and I simply put them in the car, we drive, we have a good time, we sing some Christmas carols like The Sound of Music, and we sing, The hills are alive with the sound of music. You might wonder how I even know that musical, because my mom and my sisters are all singers, and so every single Sunday for about the first 10 years of my life, we watched that show. It was the only show we were approved to watch on Sundays. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Anyways, uh, I'm not sure. It's like borderline nightmare slash like amazing experience slash what the hell. So anyways, I'm sitting here this morning though and the scenario is different. Mom is freaking out. Kids are not listening. Nobody's being responsive. Dad's having to pull out death threats saying, listen to your mother. Does angry dad have to come out? And I have a little phrase in my house. It's called the easy way or the hard way. So when my kids won't want to do shit they're supposed to be doing or we need them to do, I look my children in the eye and I say, you've got 10 seconds. At the end of 10 seconds, one of two outcomes is going to occur. Number one, you will have done this thing. Or number two, angry dad's coming out. And when angry dad comes out, it's going to be the hard way. What this really translates out to, particularly when it comes to getting dressed with my four-year-old is, I will grab her, I will manhandle her, and make her wear her clothes. As much as the child wants to run naked through the streets and head to school naked, I am going to require her to get dressed. Maybe I'm a mean dad, maybe I'm an asshole. If I am... Then so be it. I'm the asshole that makes her four-year-old actually wear clothes to school. I know. Horrible. I'm a terrorist. I would say that she's a terrorist for trying to hold me hostage about this whole naked-to-school business. So anyways, this morning I look at my wife amidst all this circus and I say, is this how it is like every morning? And she looks over at me with that stare, that death stare, that mom stare. And she says, it's like this in every house across the globe for all moms who have to get kids up and dressed and deal with the circus and get them out the door. You have it easy. Now, two factors played into my response happening here the next moment. Factor number one, it's been five days since we've had sex. Why? Because this week has been busy as hell. I've been all over the place, late nights working, my wife's been working with the salon, etc. So, date night is on tonight. My mind is already thinking. It's been five days, we're in deficit, we're in the middle of the desert. For crying out loud, it is time. 
So do not fuck this up, Garrett. Don't say the wrong thing here to emotionally cause a tidal wave that's going to ultimately ramp force a ramification later tonight that does not end up bueno for you. No bueno, Garrett. Bite your tongue. So instead of saying something sarcastic and retarded like I have in the past, I looked at her and I said, I can see this. I was like, it's a circus. Thank you for what you do. She looked at me with a little smile in her eye and she said, you're welcome. And then she said the following, get these damn kids out of here now before I lose my mind. So I grabbed the kids, we scooped them up, we put them in the car and off to school we went singing, the hills are alive with the sound of music. And the kids in the back are like, stop singing, dad, stop. They're throwing eggs at each other, their shit being thrown around. We just, of course, washed the car, so why wouldn't they throw their breakfast at each other on the drive to school? I dropped him off, and now here I am doing this Daily Fuel with you. And I'm left with this thought. You don't have a clue. For most of my life, I had no idea how much work my wife put in with the kids. I was oblivious. I also, like, I just had no concept of it. And I would, I was the same asshole who was like, you don't appreciate anything I do. I work hard for us all day long. Now, I'm not taking away from the fact of running business is like an easy thing. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And there's a lot of scenarios my wife probably couldn't handle at the level I handle. But I can guarantee you this. When I started here a, year, a few years back, like, actually being more actively involved in my kids' lives, like, deliberately and consciously being super active in my kids' lives, in that scenario, what I can tell you is I started getting opportunities to take care of the kids, right? So a couple couple weeks from now, mom's going to be gone. She's going to go to Europe for the week to visit her sister, which is great, who lives in London, and it's wonderful. And, me and, my, and that means the kids are going to be on my shoulders. Now, I've had many experiences like this because I deliberately create the environment so my wife has free space, which I never did before, which means puts the kids in my court. Now, I can tell you there are many Saturdays, and it's 12 noon, and I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, it's 12 noon on a Saturday. It's only been, like, you know, four hours since the kids have gotten up. And I'm already in the phase of, like, oh, my God. I'm going to lose my mind. And it's in those moments I begin to appreciate for the first time that my wife, what she goes through. Like, I'll listen to men are like, oh, my wife doesn't want to have sex with me. I'm like, well, all right, well, tell me a little bit about the scenario. Well... You know, I work all the time. I go golfing on Saturday morning. I'm home at 8 o'clock at night, Monday through Friday. Uh, Sunday, I watch football, and I sit around all day, and I don't really help out much with the kids, and I can't figure out why she doesn't want to put out at night. And I'm like, listen, you dumbass. Do you not understand the stress that she's under? Well, I come home from a long day at work, and next thing you know, she wants me to take care of the kids. I was like, dude, do you realize she's been managing the terrorists all day? Managing the goddamn terrorists. That's right, terrorists. You've never been held hostage by a four-year-old with more power in your life than when she wants more popsicles than one out of the freezer. She'll just start throwing shit, destroying things. You're like, ah, okay, we do negotiate with terrorists. Take the popsicles, leave us alone. So listen, you don't have a clue. And on the flip side, your wife probably doesn't have a clue either what you go through every single day. One of the greatest experiences for me, though, as a husband and a father was to put myself in my wife's shoes. Not like figuratively, like a, her shoes are too small, my feet are too big. That would look stupid. It'd be like a fat guy in a little jacket, right? It doesn't work out. Big ass feet and small high heels, particularly Valentino's. No bueno, my friend, no bueno. Got a little spiky things on the side. I'll never understand all these $2,000 pairs of shoes, but whatever. So I'm seeing this situation with my wife emotionally where I can appreciate the frustration that she goes through. She's also an entrepreneur, runs a business too, and there's a lot of bullshit stories in my mind from cultural raising that says somehow my wife should just run her business and deal with all that shit at the same time and I should have a free pass. 
Well, that's not how life is, my friends. It's just not how life is. Life requires us to create the opportunities for us to appreciate so that we do have a clue. And today's topic of you don't have a clue is where our ignorance begins. This is why people talk shit about you know things people create or they talk shit about right now in the presidential elections, Donald Trump and some of the other candidates running for presidential, running for the Republican nomination here in the United States. And you know what happens is like they, they talk all this shit and I'm like, dude, you cannot even deal with the normal conversation with like somebody who challenges you with the gas station. These guys are getting their asses handed to them. No matter who they are, half the world hates them. They have such bigger bandwidth and capacity than you to sit and calmly take the shit they deal with. Just running for president for the nomination of the Republican Party, let alone running for president. And here you are over here and you can't even deal with what goes on at the local gas station. You freak out, lose your mind, you want to kill everybody. Dude, listen, you don't have a clue until you put yourself in other people's shoes. And the clue I want you most plugged into is what your wife actually does to support the game. If you stop looking at all the shit that you think she's not doing, and you started looking at the things she is doing, you'll be filled up with a bunch of gratitude and appreciation. Now, you might be the guy where maybe you're not getting the appreciation you feel like you need from your wife, and I get it. I live that same place, too. My wife would never say anything about nice, about appreciating how much work I did, the money I made, the financial resources I created for our family, the sacrifices I personally made to be able to make sure the family had what we needed. And I get it. I would get pissed about that for years. But that's not the point of today's conversation. I'm going to have you consider, if you want that coming back to you, you want that coming back to you, you better start making the deposits first. And that just simply means you're going to need to go to work with coming to relate to the scenario that your wife goes through on a day-to-day basis. So here's the, here's the question of the day. Where in your life today, in your relationship with your partner, have you begun to devalue what she does, or in this case he does, what she or he does, because you have no clue? And here is the challenge. The challenge is for you to take on some of the tasks that you think are so easy that she does or he does, and you're going to do them this week. And inside of that, you're going to find some appreciation. I want you to look for one thing that you're grateful for inside of that because it's going to change your entire life, change my marriage. I now have deep appreciation for the stress that it takes to manage the kids and deal with the household because I throw in and help a ton too. <sighs> That's all I got for you today, my friends. About to pick up some flowers for my wife and drop them off at her salon. She's got a big day today, and we got date night tonight. Let the seduction continue, my friends. It's been five days. I've been in the desert. I'm a lone man in the wilderness. <laughs> but I'm not dumb. I'm seducing this game by today, my friends. Taking her to lunch and also to dinner. So that tonight ends up as a firework display. Oh, and it will because I'm committed. I'm ruthlessly committed to this outcome occurring today, my friends. Okay, if you are not currently subscribed to iTunes to Warrior on Fire, get on over to iTunes and get subscribed today to Warrior on Fire. Also, on top of this, if you are not currently getting access to the action guides every single day on demand in the palm of your hand that we send you emails, shoo, man, you're really missing out. These are going to be the tips and tricks of each one of the daily fuels, well as the key question, challenge, and quote of the day. Head on over to warrioronfire.com, put your email address in and click submit and start getting out access to those action guides starting immediately. On the flip side of this, if you are not currently in the game with us at wakeupwarrior.com and are curious about what goes on here in Laguna Beach with 8 to 12 elite men every single month who go through a five-week, five-day immersion experience to learning and living the warrior's way, head on over to wakeupwarrior.com, put your email address in and click submit today. Thanks so much for being here. My name is Garrett J. White signing off, saying love and like, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to, need hear. to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in, in iTunes, iTunes and, and subscribe. subscribe.
So, is there a website? Wake Up Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Yeah.